Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Linda O'Connor of Bloodworks, which provides high-quality, low-cost phlebotomy services throughout Ireland. Bloodworks' mission is to provide a confidential and professional phlebotomy service with no waiting times in GP surgeries and outpatients, and they're the first in Ireland to provide private blood testing. Linda, thank you so much for joining me today on AIBF Business Talk. Linda, I'm very enthusiastic, you know, to learn more about the business Bloodworks because I think it's very self-explanatory. Is it something to do with blood? And maybe you might share with our listeners today what, what service you actually provide. Hi, Elaine, how are you? Um, yeah, so Bloodworks was originally set up um, for taking uh, bloods, like blood tests, but also then developed into giving results. So um, the difference between us and other companies is that you don't need a doctor's letter or a GP referral. So Bloodworks has devised 20 profiles, which covers from um, blood tests required for IVF right up to cancer markers um, and consultants are now sending people to us. So our turnaround times are within uh, one working day for most tests. So you come, you have your tests and the results are sent uh, via health mail through, uh, to your email address. And then you have those results in your hand. If, if there's a follow-up required, obviously that's up to the patient, power to the patient that they would go um, to their health practitioner or consultant for a follow-up. So it's convenience, um, faster turnaround times. And essentially that's what it started as a blood taking service, uh, providing blood results with a faster turnaround time. And I know, uh, Linda, when we met at first, right? I said, God, I said, I've seen this, this lady before. So you, you were actually on television before. So maybe you might just share, <laughs> kind of take us back a little bit in your journey and how it all came to pass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was actually, I was on Operation Transformation there last week. There, Bloodworks is the um, provider of the blood tests for the contestants. But before that, I'd met the producer on, um, well, I actually met the producer on a personal level, but I ended up um, being asked to go on Dragon's Den. And uh, for me at the time, I was kind of like, oh, God, you know, nobody really knows what I do and how do I get this message across? And, you know, I, I was kind of most people have a product to sell, mm-hmm. whereas mine is a service. And um, there wasn't much props involved. You know, it was just <laughs> very basic, like the bed and bottles and a needle. Like you can hardly take somebody's blood on the telly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for, for that. But it was a huge experience for me. And um, I have to say the dragons, you're there for an hour and they really gruel you like you, what, what, on the TV. You're on it for like 10, 15 minutes, but they are very good. And they, they really they go through your business. And, you know, at the end of it, I didn't get investment. But to be honest, I, I don't know who I would have worked with. The one of them would, lives in um, America. And I thought that, you know, we'd be working with their team. But I have to say, all of them have been very supportive to me ever since that. Um, For me, it was advertising and it kind of just, it just brought Bloodworks to to the light as such. Like my website at the time wasn't great and I had no real, you know, I knew I I had a vision Mm -hmm. um, and I was at B and I didn't know how to get to this, this spot, you know, like where I needed to be. So there was a couple of avenues that I have been on and a couple of journeys after that. And one of them was with um, a pharmacy chain. 
mm-hmm. um, and I learned great business skills from them. They were super to me. Um, and then I moved on to uh, GP surgeries. So I learned a bit more about the other side of that business. So over the years, um, even from Dragon's Den, I have learned a huge amount. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was a huge uh, turning point for me. So it really sounds as if the business has truly evolved to real experiential learning since you first set up, Linda. Did you have an idea as to where it was going or its actual potential when you set out yourself? Um, I did because my it, it started on a, well, it's a, how would I put it? Um, for me, starting Bloodworks was on a personal level in that my mom unfortunately passed away um, and it was a simple blood test that would have more than likely saved her. However, that that didn't turn out like that. And, you know, I was I was kind of like, a, I was in a kind of a, uh, angry and, but I, I thought, you know, what can I do to change this? You know, mm. and before I got speaking to people, you know, they're waiting this length of time just to go to Bowman for their bloods and, you know, three months. I mean, that's a huge amount of time uh, for anybody to wait for the blood. So that's when the idea came to me. And I started in a local pharmacy here in Skerries and I was actually taking bloods for uh, Bowman Hospital mm-hmm. and charging like a very minimum. So people would come to me and then the results would go back to their GP. And that's when the concept of, hold on, like this could be so much better, so much quicker. The, the bloods required can be m- much more. Um, mm-hmm. like to be able to offer blood group, for instance. Um, there's only very few of us in Ireland able to do that, um, which right. is essential. A lot of people need to go abroad for IVF, for surgery, for treatments, and they need these tests and mm-hmm. the GP cannot offer them. So I decided to look at an avenue where, okay, we can offer 3000 different types of tests at a more affordable price. And that's where Bloodworks kind of evolved. and made huge contacts with that in the um say in the labs and i've met some really really good people and most of the people have been a hundred percent behind bloodworks because they see the vision and the concept and that is to make it more accessible affordable the more footfall you have the lower you can you can bring your prices down Mm -hmm. you know it and it's just getting that message out there that and I think from COVID, people have realized that, you know, you do have the power to look after your own health. It's power to the patient. And that's the way the HSE are looking down the line is mm-hmm. that, you know, why can't you every year go for a test and have your result on your own file? And you can evaluate, obviously, if there's something critical at the lab, you know, you'd have to go and follow it up. But mm-hmm. even like for a period of five years, you can see where your levels are. Whereas we found, you know, a lot of people go into the GP and they get a phone call from the receptionist. Yeah, and they just say, don't know. The interpretation isn't there. That was another avenue. So we've kind of inter- I've interlinked with a lot of people and the outcome is Bloodworks. And uh, we love what we do. We're very, very passionate about what we do. Um, at the moment, we're, kind of, we're bringing the business forward in that we're offering our services now to paediatrics. So it's a, it's a bit of a, a, a tough day sometimes because obviously two-year-olds have never had their bloods taken before. It just takes a little bit more time, but we can mm-hmm. do that now with the reduction of COVID. So there's a lot more um, that we, we will be doing uh, in the near future and expansion, Elaine, like we're looking at, uh, I already have a COVID testing centre there in the city. Like City Key, so mm-hmm. um, and that's an affiliation with City Test. But 
the expansion then of Bloodworks to uh, the Dublin city um, for more corporate. So mm-hmm. that's another avenue we're looking at, like to offer corporate tests yearly and an MOT. I like, like that, an MOT. We, could, we can all do with one of those. It's not just our cars. <laughs> do it a holiday with an MOT. <laughs> a flight somewhere would be nice. Definitely. But, yeah, so that, that's what we're looking at at the moment in Ireland, you know, and expanding our clinics right. as much as we can. And Linda, you know. what's the typical type of profile for somebody that would actually take the initiative to go to Bloodworks and to say, you know, I'm going to get a blood test done, you know, rather okay. than being told by their doctor, you need a blood test. What are the profiles of your typical customers? Well, yeah, well, what we've devised really is for um, under 40s, over 40s, and then the mo- most of the profiles are for IVF also. So they would contain like um, STD checks, um, blood group, and also genetics for karyotype. Mm-hmm. Um, genetics in Ireland is a, is a very um, difficult area. Um, so I've actually interlinked with uh, an American lab mm-hmm. who will forward on um, all the information, all the bottles and everything to me in the clinic in Scaries. And then the, their clients would come to, to me and then, the, you know, they would have their bloods done and they're couriered back to the States. Mm-hmm. So we actually offer that service at the moment to uh, three companies in the UK, one company in the States, uh, one in Prague and one in Italy. So we're the only clinic in Ireland that are offering these services to the clinics abroad. So obviously, if we had a place in the city centre, mm-hmm. you know, it would just open it up even more. But more. the typical one say for, say, 40 and under is your basic. We would call it a very basic profile. And that's what you would get at your GP. You would get your full blood count, your lipids, your... Um, some of your thyroid, you know, B12, prostate level. Um, and then the female would be very similar, like glucose, um, full blood count, immune system check. But also um, the premium is for 40 and over, and that's like 40 markers. So basically, you know, a, a 20 year old might not, it doesn't necessarily, there's no cancers in the family and they're not, you know, it's, it's really not necessary. But for mm-hmm. somebody who has had cancer in the family um, of any age, these markers are specific. So um, a female, for instance, will have a cancer of the ovary marker, bowel and lung, mm-hmm. pancreas. They're all included in the test. You get a full thyroid, but you get your thyroid antibodies. So I found over the uh, time that we do have a lot of people requiring thyroid testing. Mm-hmm. Um, so now there's a couple of um, consultants who refer their clients to me uh, mm-hmm. for that time. Um, so that's a yearly check where you can actually see that it's more diagnostic in that, you know, have you um, plaque? Mm-hmm. Have you got in the system as well as your cholesterols? Have you got genetic um, kind of for glucose? Um, so it's a really good test to have over, you know, over a year, every year. And these markers, you can see them yourself. Um, so their immune system. Um, also, we include um, the pancreas, mm-hmm. which is something that a lot of, you know, the normal clinics just wouldn't look at that. Um, so, yeah, we, we and the full hormones also for men and female. So is, very important. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Linda, look, there's been huge, you know, growth obviously in the business since you set up because you've definitely hit on something that was very very much needed 
What mm-hmm. do you think were the, was the, some of your main skills that you had that you were able to bring to the business to have contributed to its success? I think um, I think really over the period of time, like I trained as a nurse, but I don't, I, was, I don't know if I was very good at it, to be honest. That's been honest. Like, I don't know if it was my thing. And then I went to Australia and I learned phlebotomy and I saw these little private clinics there. Now, they would be very similar to a GP surgery here, but a lot of them would have their own lab, you know, and I thought, oh God, that's so visionary. Like, that's really, you know, down the line, isn't that fantastic? And I think really what triggered it for me was uh, my mum passing on, my Mm mum, Sheila, um, at a very, like she walked into the hospital and and six weeks later, you know, she was seriously, seriously ill uh, from an operation that went wrong. And, you know, um, there was just a few things that I thought, you know, like instead of getting angry, just kind of research it and look into it. So that's basically what I had to do. And I worked in every hospital (laughs) that I could. So, I could see where that was lacking, you know, like Mm -hmm. in a certain area. So, for instance, I worked in the Rotunda and I loved it. I absolutely really loved uh, it there. But I could see that there was certain tests that the public weren't being offered until a year down the line for IVF. And I thought if you had those already going in on the first visit, Mm -hmm. then you're ahead of you're ahead of, you know what I mean? You're already Mm -hmm. there. So that's a test that I really look into and I got those tests from a lab um, and I have them within a two, three day turnaround time, which is quite good. Um, and say the likes of St. James's. Mm-hmm. So I worked there and I could see like, you know, a, a HIV testing, which is also coming, you know, a big down the line here. Um, so HIV testing, STDs. So I could see that that was an avenue there. Then I went to Drawda and mm-hmm. I could see that the tropical medicines so I got into like TB testing and you know I could see where there was you know for nurses even wanting to go to work you have to go and have private rubella mm-hmm. um, green, um hepatitis and to, you can't get that from your GP mm-hmm. so it just kind of expanded that way and I think um I didn't realize um like obviously I re- I, I'm still only getting that, you know, I'm, I'm just going through the most, I can see the end vision, but um, I think the qualities is like perseverance. Mm. I think, you know, and patience also. Some days is better than others, but <laughs> yeah. to be honest, that's really what it was, was that moment where I thought something better has to be out there. There has mm. to be something better. And I just wouldn't, I'm not going to stop until like I can see the full thing. You know, and even though there's other people, I'm sure, doing it as well, you know, they're, they're trying to do it. Um, I do help other businesses also, Elaine, uh, mm-hmm. setting up um, with my, you know, with the knowledge that I've come across. And um, yeah, so I, I think it was just that really patience and kind of perseverance, seeing the vision. And at the core of it all is that you still have that need of kind of not need, but the pleasure out of helping other people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're certainly you're certainly persistent and, and extremely visionary, and I think that has been really evidenced by your participation and recognition by the All Ireland Business Foundation, being a three-time business all-star, and also recently having been acknowledged as being all-star COVID test centre of excellence 2022. And just on that, Linda, it's just evident that you are so persistent and visionary in that the last two years 
um, you know, an opportunity arose with regard to COVID testing. Can you just maybe share with our listeners just for for a minute? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, I was working out of doctor's surgeries and I had a clinic in town also. Um, and I just started doing vitamin drips before COVID. And um, of course, then when COVID is it sure you couldn't set foot over doctor's surgery. Mm-hmm. It, like when you think back, it was literally like, even to collect a prescription, you, you, you couldn't even cross the line over the door, you know? So I was kind of like, that's a bit crazy because you can't actually, what, what are you supposed to do? You know, we were paying rental for rooms that we weren't allowed access. Mm-hmm. And um, then when the COVID did die down in the, uh, the June for a short period, we were allowed six clients a day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for us, we were like, oh, you know, that's, that's, um, well, for me, it was kind of like, mm, that's not sustainable, you know? Um, and then an opportunity arose and I saw it and I kind of, um, there was a nursing home uh, in Balwadri and I know the people that own it and they kind of approached me to see if I could work with them in the in the nursing home itself with bloods, etc. And I said I definitely would have a look and then I was kind of out the back and I could see like they had a gate in and out and I thought, you know, like a drive through COVID centre mm-hmm. would be phenomenal. So it kind of escalated from that because then we, we were just very fortunate. I think sometimes it is about timing and um, Health Passport Worldwide, we'd kind of met up then with them and they had the app and um, to make things so much quicker. And I have to say, um, they, the, uh, we felt so much more p- protected with the app because you're literally scanning a code, doing a test and the person is gone. So there's no real uh, danger of viral load for the staff. So we opened um, that, it was a temporary structure to see how we get on. So we were able to test all of the um, patients in the nursing home and then tested all the staff. And we did that four times in one week. And we also tested any visitors who would be coming for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So they were tested four times a week. And on the day then, obviously, everyone was testing negative. And it was the first time that families were able to hug, hug each other for 10 months. And it was... It was, it was very, emo- we didn't realise how emotional attached we'd gotten to the the patients, the staff and mm-hmm. the whole environment. And it was just like, oh my God, it was, it, it was actually a tonic because at that time it was really doom and gloom. There was no vaccines in the country as yet. Nothing was happening. It was just like, and the deterioration we saw of these people who had no physical contact for 10 months. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the nurses were fully PPE'd with masks on and confusion and, you know, so it was a real joy. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to look at a clinic where I can actually do both. I can do bloods and COVID. And that's exactly the time in two weeks later, a place I'd looked at years ago and missed out on actually came on the market for rent. and. I just knew the minute I walked in, I knew that that was the place. And it's funny because I'd actually, I I had no business skills when I started off. It's all about learning, you know, and I did a business course um, just to see if I, I would have some kind of, you know, knowledge going into this and before I started it. And it was a lady that I was sitting beside and she was looking to open up a charity shop. And I thought, oh my God, that's really good. And we, we, we kind of chatted, you know, but never really heard from each other in about seven years mm-hmm. and it turned out that she owned the premises wow so yeah it was a real link and, serendipitous uh, it was you know and they're so kind like they're so good to me anything mm-hmm. you need you know so 
I knew then I, I was in the right place. I knew that I'd be looked after and that my business would be safe there. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where we're at. So at the moment we're doing bloods in, we've got two separate areas. So the bloods happen in one room mm-hmm. and then the testing. So it was, it was a huge change in that we were doing antigen testing at the time that was just to see if you have COVID. Mm-hmm. And then of course it went on to PCR. So I linked out with follow, uh, fellow um, AIBF Hibernian, Patrick Clark and Steve. And I reached out to them and we got um, PCRs on, uh, with them. So we were then able to offer PCR for flying. Um, and then it went to antigen for flying also with the use of Health Passport Worldwide app. Um, and then it just kind of escalated from that. And then I was approached by City Test. So they use my compliance and my guidance for the staff in there. I think there's 10 in there, 10 staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, they're yeah. just doing the testing. So, And again, it just shows how visionary you were in, you know, in the opportunity landing itself. And it was all about timing as well, Linda. You were well set up for the blood testing um, and you were able to jump on the opportunity. And all of the time, yeah. as you said, it was really medicinal for yourselves and being able to facilitate people yeah. being able to have some bit of normality. Um, well, that, nur- that nursing home example, you know, is, is wonderful. Tell me, Linda, look, Jeepers, so much has happened over the last number of years and you're growing so well. I think there's a lot more to come in the future. What are the plans that you have for Bloodworks? What's, what's it's next? Funny you mention that, yeah. <laughs> well, I think during COVID, um, it kind of, you know, you're busy with the testing, and but you're meeting a lot of uh, people, uh, you know, meetings, contacts. A lot of people are reaching out. And what I did, well, I kind of, looked into every email I got from anyone that was reaching out to do something and took time, you know. And so I kind of, I accidentally came across um, two from the UK to um, Mike Moss and it was Lou and Shuley. Mm-hmm. And Mike asked me, could he come and see me uh, for a meeting from the UK? And I thought, what's this guy? You know, he was he was working for a COVID testing centre in Ireland at the time mm. before that and uh, that's where we'd met on a business call I was looking to buy stock and he was selling it and that's how we got chatting mm-hmm. anyway it turns out that we've been working on it for a year now um, and we're developing Bloodworks UK so um, that's going to be blood testing service nationwide and we've um, most of everything in place we have um, the lab set up we have um, staff um, project man, we've we, we've kind of got it. We we've applied for the first round of investment also. Brilliant. And I think we I think we will be successful in that because what we're offering is um, the cancer markers, um, and it's a full hormones, the whole thing that's been going mm-hmm. on, and the UK have been really behind in their testing also. So we just we're we're all on the same page, and we all saw the vision, and um, so we've been working on that for a year. Also, I think I'm I'm trying hard to reintroduce the IV vitamin drips from the States. Um, unfortunately, it was just before COVID, um, so we couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. But so I'm going to, um, I have to retrain. It's, you know, it'll take me a week to do all the courses again and um, reintroduce that into Scaries. But also, I'm excited for perhaps the um, opportunity to open Bloodworks in the city centre um, on a, you know, bigger scale. Um, with the corporate side, with ECGs and um, full MOTs. 
So, I think I think I could do it one of those myself, Linda. <laughs> and I think how you've embraced technology as well has been a bit of a game changer. <laughs> when I like, I still struggle alone. Believe me, the, the fear <laughs> is real. Instagram is a fear. Um, yeah, no, I, I I've enjoyed it because we were at a place where we had to we had to adapt mm-hmm. and. Sometimes, you know, we say, oh, sure, look, I'll get someone else to do that. Or mm-hmm. we actually had to do it. And um, so, the, you know, bringing on an app and I would love the app to have my blood results also. And it is something that they are working on. Um, just, you know, it, it's, it was great for us. And it is a confidence boost when you learn something new. Mm-hmm. You know, when something new that you're faced with and you're thinking, oh, God, you know, and you just have to work it out. So. We're delighted that we, um, Bloodworks, we have the certs from the government mm-hmm. um, for a fit to fly. Um, so we can um, deliver them via email. And also we have the Health Passport Worldwide app for results um, for the um, antigen antibodies and um, PCR. So um, all in all, you know, it's been a great learning curve and mm-hmm. it makes you more appreciative as well. No, and I think, so, and I, and, and I think as well as that, you know, your whole passion and your persistence and your vision coming through, that's coming through, I think, in how you're probably interacting with your patients and everybody that you do business with, because what you're doing is something really, really good. Linda, how does it make you feel being a business all-star? You know, not just once, not just twice, but three years in a row. Oh, I'm absolutely, uh, I'm humbled and delighted, Elaine. I, I think it's it's a great achievement and it's a great um it's been a great source for me over the uh, period of years because when you're not physically meeting people, you know, uh, in meeting rooms or, you know, having those chats with with others, uh, with peers, it's it was great to link onto your monthly meetings, to listen to other people's stories, to hear what you know they were going through during COVID, to have the mentorship and membership. For me uh, personally, um, has been a, a it's 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 been a lifeline for, and for well us. That it's great to hear some contacts and connections you made within the tribe which you mentioned there that that's exactly it you know um and it's every you know it, it's easy it's every month and you're learning something all the time you're learning about new businesses and you're kind of thinking like like getting to link with somebody who's doing you know um hand gel and uh, mm-hmm. ppe gear and then hibernian lab and you know, so the my um it's like a spider's web, it just it gets you know, and it gets bigger the more people you meet, the better for us. But I think on a personal level, I think for for achieving three years in a row, it's it is when you're self-employed, I, I think it's great to have that uh, backing and also that your business is accredited mm-hmm. and accreditation is hugely important and that you have that customer service that you you know that your business has been looked at and examined and is it good enough and yes it it is do you know that way no absolutely and look linda i think that you know all of your fellow business all-stars you know you know acknowledge and see any of them that are in contact with you linda how passionate and how how fantastic a business person you were and they feed off your energy and that's certainly what i'm doing here today so linda i want to lift the bonnet of the car for a second and just maybe ask you a few quick fire personal questions i want to just tell the first thing that comes into your head, do not think long and hard about it. Just <laughs> the fellow says, spit, spit it out. What's your most cherished possession, Linda? My children. Your children. Okay, <laughs> if it didn't, if I have to say, it can't have a heartbeat. Say again. If you can't Sorry. have a heartbeat, not a person or an animal, uh, an object. 
That'll um, do. I'll take that. Your business. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can see how you're passionate about that. If you could send some advice, Linda, back to your 20-year-old self, what wisdom would you share? Um, to go with your gut, always. Um, to keep going and always give it a try. Linda, when you were a child, what did you want to be? Did you always have visions of being a nurse and having a needle? Yeah. I did. And then, do you know, I think it was a natural progression because my dad, unfortunately, got motion neurons at the age of 40. Mm-hmm. So we were his, at the time, back in the 80s, there was no real assistance as such. So we were his home carers. We were like myself and my brother mm-hmm. um, and my mum. So we were child care growing up. It was quite normal mm-hmm. um, for that. And then my dad passed away when I was 18 and mm-hmm. an opportunity came up to do nursing in the UK. So that's what I did. Um, so that was something there for me. Mm-hmm. And I did work towards that at school. You know, that mm-hmm. doing my leaving, that's what I, I wanted. That was in your uh, life, yeah. That was it, yeah. yeah. So sure. then to find out that you're not really that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but you were true to yourself and followed that path. You just diverted yeah, it, a small bit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Like not, to, you know, I think back in the twenty when you're in your twenties, and you, you take everything so hard, like you know, and mm-hmm. God, you know, you know, I'm not good at that, but I've to stick at it and all the, you know, this kind of stuff. And you just think, no, the bigger picture. If, if you're doing something you really love, you're going to do it. You're going to do it, no matter. Yeah. And find and, an angle. And find your angle. Find your road. That's yeah. it. And Linda, look, if you wanted to close out, you know, on any motto or any piece of advice, what would you like to share with our listeners? Um. Is to well, I suppose it is just you know to keep going at any thought, and especially to single parents, um, because I I am a single parent myself, so you know I've met a lot of single parents over the years who you know they all want to do something, they all want to to make their lives that bit better or a bit more comfortable or whatever you know they have a vision and it's just just persevere with it, mm-hmm. just keep going and don't give up. You know, it might take a while, but um, if you have a vision, you can work, you can get it. You can work towards it and you will meet the right people to get you there. Linda O'Connor, it's been fantastic chatting with you today all about the visionary business, you know, that you have set up in Bloodworks, how it all started, came to pass, how you've pivoted, evolved and what the future looks like. Linda O'Connor, I'm delighted to know you. Absolutely honoured that you're part of the AIBF tribe three-time business all-star and I really look forward to watching this space and seeing what comes next for Linda O'Connor and all at Bloodworks. Thank you so much for joining us. Many thanks.